and welcome to Pass the Hot Sauce, a Roswell podcast. I'm Aliza. I'm Lorena. And I'm Lisa. And today we're going to welcome you into the wonderful world of our brand new podcast. We'll be dropping our first full-length episode on Tuesday, August 6th. So make sure you subscribe so you don't miss it. In that episode, we will be discussing the pilot of the 1999 WB show Roswell. Each episode of our podcast will follow an episode of the show. We'll be discussing the entire series spoiler-free. So whether you've seen the show a thousand times or you're going in with fresh eyes, we've got you covered. But before we dive into all that angsty teen goodness, we want to introduce ourselves and give you an idea of what to expect from Past the Hot Sauce. Let's start by talking about our history with the show. Like I said, our podcast will be spoiler-free, and that's great for me because I have never seen a single episode. I know basically nothing about the plot except that it involves aliens. (laughs) So I came to Roswell um, because I was wrapped up in all that WB teen drama back when I was in high school. So I was watching every TV show that existed on the WB at that time, um, starting with Seventh Heaven and Buffy and Angel and Dawson's Creek, Felicity, Roswell, all the shows. If they were on the WB, I was probably watching them and obsessing over them and setting up my VCR to tape them if I wasn't going to be home um, so that I didn't miss any of the action. Yeah, like you, Lorena, I watched it when it was on, but I was younger. So in 1999, I was 10. Um, And my sister is older, so she was watching it, and she watched all those teen shows. And, you know, anything that my older sister did, I did. So my sister watched it, and my dad watched it, and we kind of all watched it together. And same with Buffy and Angel and all those shows. And my dad was really into it, and I think he's even watching the reboot now um, that I'm not even watching But yeah, I watched it with my sister and my dad and then in college rediscovered it and watched it over and over and over. So I've seen Roswell a million times, one of my favorite shows. Um, So I'm really excited to do this podcast. And yeah, I even own season two on DVD, but only season two for some reason. I think I must have found it on sale somewhere. Nice. Nice. So now that we've covered how we know, or in my case, don't know the show, let's talk about how we know each other. So we are all big fans of a podcast called, a little tiny podcast called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, which is an awesome discussion of the TV show Buffy from a queer and feminist perspective. And if you haven't yet listened to Buffering, but you're a fan of Buffy, go listen to it now. Well, not now, now. Like, finish this episode first, but then go listen to Buffering, because it's seriously amazing. Yes, absolutely. The Buffering podcast has a Facebook group, and that's where we first started kicking around the idea for a Roswell podcast. So I've been wanting to watch the show, but I knew I'd prefer to do it with some company, and preferably in the form of a podcast that would geek out over the show, but also share my eye rolls at the cringeworthy teen moments that I know are coming because, hey, it was the 90s. And since Aliza and I are already big fans of the show, along with our producer extraordinaire, Mandy, we figured, hey, if the content you want doesn't exist, what do you do? You create it. 
So here we are today, putting out the type of podcast that we'd want to listen to. So if you're like us and want a fun, modern feminist take on the trashy teen drama of Roswell, go ahead and subscribe to our feed so that you can listen along with us as we recount the highs and lows of this show. Or if you're nothing like us because you're a glowing green alien from outer space, please shoot us a DM. Let us know how we're doing. And also, hey, welcome to our planet. Please don't kill us all. Okay, so that brings me to an interesting question for everybody. Do you guys believe that aliens are really out there? So personally for me, I feel like it would be kind of impossible in this huge ginormous galaxy and universe that we are a part of that we are the only planet with life form and that we are the only intelligent form of life in this whole insanely wide universe. I feel like that is really kind of uh, entitled of us to think that we could be the only thing out there. So I think, yes, definitely there is other life forms out there somewhere in the universe. Whether or not they have secretly made contact with our planet, who knows? It's possible. I don't know. I'm undecided on that front. But I do think that there definitely has to be something out there in the universe that is at least equally intelligent as us, which is sometimes not very intelligent, or probably way more so than we are. Oh, I fully agree. I think that entitled is a good word. I think egotistical is another word. Like, I think it's egotistical of us to think that our planet is the only one that was able to develop, you know, an intelligent life in this vast universe. So, yeah, I think it is very likely that there's some kind of alien life form out there. I also really like to think about, like, what what kind of form it takes, you know, because we always have these ideas of what aliens are like. And we have, you know, these stereotypical ideas of green aliens, but they always have, you know, two eyes and like a head and arms and legs and a torso and like bodies like ours. But, you know, maybe they could be like a cloud floating some like gaseous thing or like energy or like a bubble of liquid I don't know you know like we kind of anthropomorphize I think is the word maybe that to make them look like us in our minds um but I don't know why would they if their evolution had been different on their planet and if they're women they don't have gigantic breasts, even if they don't provide milk to any offspring and therefore have no biological reason to be there. Hmm. What would make you say that, Lisa? (laughs) It's not like I've ever seen a comic book. Yeah. So it's like these over-sexualized aliens, but they're sexualized in a human anatomy way with human breasts, which doesn't make sense, Mm -hmm. you know, if they evolved on a different planet like that. But yeah, I've also heard people talking about, you know, conspiracy theories about um, aliens are here and they're in our country, but like our government is hiding them or covering it up. But that I don't believe. I mean, I can't be sure of it, but I don't think that aliens are here. Um, But I do think that they definitely exist. Yeah. So I feel pretty much the same way. Um, But I also think about like, the universe is 14 billion-ish years old and uh, has probably a pretty long future ahead of it. So 
there would need to be intelligent life out there. It would need to exist around roughly the same time as us, develop technology that could travel amongst star systems, be interested in doing that, do it, get here, have a language that we could understand, see our planet and be like, yeah, this seems like a great idea. They treat visitors really well. I'll go there. So I definitely think aliens are out there, but I think it would be super weird if they wanted to meet us, Um, especially if they've ever seen any of our alien movies, um, which generally ends with uh, a lot of death and destruction. But still, I really do love a good alien movie. So I'm wondering if y'all feel the same way and what some of your favorites are. Um, Well, I grew up in the 90s, as I think we have already established based on my obsession with all things from the WB back in the day. But I also don't really like horror. I don't really like bloody, scary stuff. So I guess uh, my favorites are Independence Day, which I guess they do end up attacking and there's a lot of crazy shit going on in that but that's like that's my youth is independence day and men in black which uh you know i think everybody loves men in black so yeah those are probably my favorites did you see the new men in black i did not no i did not see the new men in black yet i actually just saw a subway ad for it and realized that it was a thing that existed in the world now it is a thing with tessa thompson so I feel like that recommends it. Excellent. Um, So I love kind of like the quirky, um, not quite straight up action alien movies. So I really, really love Attack the Block, which definitely has some action in it. Um, But it came out in 2011. So you get a pre-Star Wars John Boyega and a pre-Doctor Who Jodie Whittaker, which I mean, I think that's more than enough reason for anyone to go and watch it right now. I want to watch it right now. It's so good. So it's always stuck with me. Like, I think it's a really honest portrayal of how a particular group of humans who don't usually get featured in these kinds of movies, like would interact, um, like how they interact with the world around them, and then how they interact with something totally out of the world that is coming for them, and they have to adapt and survive. And I think it's just a really nice look at how they do that. Um, I also recommend to literally everyone I've ever met, His Dark Materials by Philip Pullman, which is not a movie. It is a book trilogy. I have to interject that I also recommend this book series to everybody. Yes, everyone should. Um, I have a dog named Lyra, so I am a pretty big fan. And in the third book of this trilogy, we meet these creatures who are actually not aliens. They're just from like a different dimension, a different world. But the point is that like they get the main character to think differently and alter her conceptions about who counts as people. Um, I think that's kind of the basis for all stories about aliens that we like to tell ourselves. Yeah, I love stuff like that. Um, And it actually reminds me of one of my favorite alien shows was a show that ended a few years ago on the sci-fi network called Defiance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've seen it, Lisa. Um, So yeah, that show had um, Julie Benz in it. Yeah, and Mia Kirshner. Yeah, yeah. And and I just really loved... um, So the show basically is about all these different alien races and humans... um, 
who come together and kind of are forced to live together and to learn to live in harmony. And it kind of parallels real life with, you know, different cultures clashing and, and you know, kind of prejudices and, and people not understanding each other's cultures. And, um, and I just really love you know, how rich of a culture they gave each of these alien races. Cool. Um, And that was really cool. Um, But it also, thinking about this made me realize how many sci-fi shows that take place in space I watch that don't involve aliens. Because I also love, like, Battlestar Galactica and Firefly. And I don't think either one of those have aliens in them. But... But yeah, Defiance is all about aliens and they all have all these different languages and I'm a language person. So I love the languages and I think I could be wrong, but I think that um, a lot of the languages are written by the same person who wrote um, who wrote Dothraki for mm-hmm. Game of Thrones and Trigetta slang for The Hundred, which is one of my favorite shows. Um, so that's really cool. And oh, and I should mention that I also have read his dark materials. Um, I may not recommend it as much as you guys, but before I get kicked out of this club, I should mention that I have also read it. We'll just follow behind you and recommend it to anyone you miss. Everybody, everybody go read his dark materials. Yeah, welcome to our podcast called Go Read His Dark Materials. And listen to Buffering the Vampire Slayer. Yes. yes. <laughs> this is our podcast where we tell you about other things to do with your time. Yes. After you finish each episode of our podcast, of course. Yes. Yes. So let's talk about other things we love, I guess, besides just aliens and the TV show Roswell and aliens. What are y'all some of your other hobbies? I... Uh, I am a big TV fan, but I don't watch enough of it. I'm a big fan of books. Books, books, books. I will try to read all of the books. <laughs> His Dark Materials, Harry Potter, Jane Austen. Uh, Audrey Colehurst is a recent new favorite author that I just discovered this year. Um, if you want some young adult fantasy sci-fi with queer themes, you should definitely be looking up Audrey Colehurst. She creates these amazing, beautiful worlds where magic exists in another realm and place. And I think she just does it really seamlessly. So um, yeah, I love books. I love to get lost in another world. That's probably my biggest hobby. And theater, which is, I guess, another way to get lost in another world. Whether you're acting in it or whether you're watching it, you're getting lost in another world. I guess I just like to imagine a time and place that is better than the one that we are in right now (laughs) yes please um yeah so i share lorena's interest in both books and theater i as i mentioned love his dark material so much but i actually do read other things occasionally my bookshelves i think are pretty varied but i there are definitely sections that you walk to and you're like oh this is just the bradbury shelf um and there is a vonnegut shelf I think those are the two. Oh, and Murakami, Haruki Murakami and Neil Gaiman. Yeah. So I have a lot of them. Um, And then all of the Welcome to Night Vale script books and novels. That's another podcast that everyone should listen to. Uh, And they definitely deal with like 
the strange and unusual. And then, yeah, I've also tried to bulk up my nonfiction library lately. So for Pride Month, I went on the websites of a bunch of independent bookstores and just like bought all of the LGBTQ history books that they had. So um, my partner is thrilled because our floors are just covered in books now, but whatever, it's fine. It's totally worth it. What do you have a house for if not to fill it with books? Fill it with books. That's the whole yeah. reason to have a house. Exactly. Thank you. Yeah, I'll, I'll have to explain it that way. Um, so yeah, that's my main hobby as well. Although I do listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, and Aliza, I was actually just listening to the guy who wrote the Dothraki language and also wrote like oh, really? a ton of other languages. He was on The Illusionist with Helen Zaltzman, which is a podcast about language. And I love it. It's really great. I will drop a bunch of podcast recommendations in our show notes because I don't want to just talk for the next 25 minutes, but there are so many podcasts that I love a lot. Um, So we can all maybe put our recommendations in the show notes so you guys can check out some of our favorite stuff. That sounds like a great idea. Awesome. I'm also going to have to check out the show notes (laughs) because I want to see those recommendations too. Oh, yeah. Um, As far as me and my hobbies, I am not so much a reader like you guys. Um, I used to read more, a lot of sci-fi, H.G. Wells and stuff like that. But I am more of a TV person lately. Um, I really like character development, um, which I feel like TV shows can do really well, at least compared to movies. Um, And I just prefer to watch things rather than read. Um, I also really like to sing. I just got a ukulele for my birthday in February. So I've been teaching myself to play the ukulele. um, And I've been learning a lot of songs from buffering the vampire slayer um, because one of the hosts jenny owen youngs is a really great musician so she writes songs for every episode and i'm telling our listeners not you two because obviously you guys already know this (laughs) um so i've been playing a lot of those songs so yeah i'm just trying to um learn stuff and sing and work on my voice and hopefully i'll be able to play an open mic soon. Cool. I go to karaoke here and there. And um, I also really enjoy kissing my cat. That's another thing I do. I kiss my cat. Very important. Your cat is very adorable. Thank you. I think so, too. And his name is Freddie Mercury. Oh, that's adorable. Because I found him in a parking lot in Queens. So it just felt right. Nice. So now that you know a little bit more about us, we hope that you will join us as we learn a little bit or a lot about Roswell. Join us every other Tuesday as we discuss the show episode by episode, spoiler free. And remember to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss our very first episode coming August 6th to wherever you get your podcasts. Until next time, give us a follow on social media at Roswell hot sauce. And remember, there's truth to every rumor. (laughs) So bad. Like a bunch of executives at a TV studio were like, yes, yes, print that on posters, put it on our Alta Vista website. (laughs) 
Like, are aliens <laughs> supposed to be rumors in their minds? It's so bad. 